Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. You're listening to The Business Success Show with Jenny Lane. Tune in every week for practical advice, tips and tools to help you grow your online business in the right way to lead you quickly to success. And now, here's your host, Jenny Lane. Hello and welcome to this episode where I'm going to share with you the 12 most common mistakes I see on Instagram. Showcasing your brand well on Insta is a skill that you need to learn and you need to learn it well. And there's an awful lot to the platform. But what I see is a lot of really common mistakes. And I want to dive in so that I can enable you to use Instagram more effectively to grow your audience, to make some great connections there and to get people to start to know, like and trust you more. I've got 12 Instagram tips to share that are all no-nos. So let's dive right in and keep this short and simple. Well, the first one is um, one that is very, very common and it's doing nothing but sell, sell, sell. I can find thousands of businesses on the gram whose every post is a sell and it's a total turnoff. Your followers will quickly get tired of you pushing salesy stuff at them all the time. And when you do that, Ultimately, what will happen is they'll disengage, they'll unfollow and they'll move on. So you need to have some strategy to make your Instagram content about giving value, about building trust, about building relationships. Stop selling in every single post. I really want to encourage you to think outside the box a little bit more, girl, and try something different because different is good. Different stands out. Number two running your business entirely on the platform. This happens more often than you might think. You know, it's really easy to show up on Instagram and build your entire business on that platform, but it's a cheap way to do things. You know, it doesn't require a a massive amount of effort. It's free to use Instagram, and it means that you don't have to focus your attention on having other key components in place, like a great website and a mailing list. But running your business entirely on Instagram can spell disaster, especially if your account gets hacked, if your account gets blocked, or just like happened this week, if Insta goes down for more than six hours. The chances are that's going to happen again. Building your entire business on the platform and expecting that to work well for you over the longer term is really short-sighted. And it can spell trouble for your business. And that's not what I want for you. I want you to be able to grow and maintain a stable, successful business in the online space. So you can use Instagram to showcase your business and you can do selling on there. Nothing wrong with that. But you still need to have other essential components in place like your website and more importantly, your mailing list. Number three, showing up inconsistently really interesting. I ran a poll on my Instagram stories this week and I asked my followers whether they felt that quality of content trumped consistency of content 
when posting on Instagram. What was what was really quite a surprise was a hundred percent of the people that responded to that poll said that they believed that quality trumped consistency, and they were all one hundred percent wrong. <laughs> consistency on Instagram trumps quality every single day of the week. And yes, consistency does mean showing up every single day of the week and posting something. Here's the thing that you need to know. When you show up on Instagram and you post consistently, even though that content may not be the best quality, it's the consistency that will not only allow you to grow faster on the platform, but the very act of you putting content out every day will result in you learning and improving the quality of your content over time. So it's better for you to put out content that is maybe less quality and to get content out there than to post no content at all because you're procrastinating over quality. Quality will come in time. Quality is something that you'll learn as you grow on the platform. And I'm not saying quality isn't important. It is especially in other parts of your business, like your website. But you have to get consistent content out onto Instagram to grow. Skipping days or weeks at a time is the thing that is going to slow your progress down to a snail's pace. Number four, not creating niche-led content. If you don't have a niche that you're aligning content with, or if you don't even know what a niche is, you need to learn about this fast. Thinking that you can show up and serve the whole world on Instagram or anywhere else in your business for that matter is a hiding to nowhere. You need to know very clearly who you're showing up to serve and you need to know what the niche that you are going to serve is really, really well. You have to know your niche. You have to know your niche so well that you can craft all of your content and your messages to align with the beliefs and the issues that your niche have. You know, the things that they like, the solutions they're looking for. The tighter you can scale down your niche and then the deeper you can get to know them and align all of your messaging and your content with what it is they're looking for, the more your business will grow. Number five, having poorly constructed bios, something I see all the time and I'm almost tired of hearing myself say this. But your bio is important on Instagram. It's like your shop window. And you have to make your bio about your audience and not all about you. So that means stating clearly who you are, what you do and how you help. Keep hashtags out of your bio. They don't serve any purpose there. But keep a link in your bio that at the very least takes people to your opt-in to help move move them from your social platform and over onto your mailing list. If you want to put your website link in your bio, which I know a lot of you want to because you want to try and drive traffic to your sales pages, I get that. That's fine. But you shouldn't have your website link in your bio over and above your mailing list link. So the way that you get around that is to use an app like Linktree or beacons.io that will enable you to create a link that you can use in your bio that will then open a menu so that you can give people some options about where to go next. Number six, hashtags. How many people stress over hashtags? 
Many people do, and maybe you're one of them. I know that I used to. But at the time of creating this content, Instagram have clearly confirmed that you should use three to five hashtags per post on your Instagram grid, and that those hashtags should be aligned to the content you put out and the audience you're serving. You shouldn't use hashtags in your comments because they're not searchable, and you should use hashtags underneath the written caption that goes alongside your post. Also, hashtags are no longer relevant in stories, so there's not a lot of point in using them there. I don't want you to get too stressed about using hashtags. Just use them and try to align them with the content you're putting out and the audience that you're serving, but know that they're not the most important part of your Instagram strategy. Engagement is the most important part of your Insta strategy. Number seven, using fancy fonts. I used to see this a lot. I think it was a real trend for a while and everybody was jumping on it. But using fancy fonts in your bio or in any of your captions is really foolish. First of all, people that have to use sight readers will not be able to, re to read the fancy fonts. And also many fancy fonts show up as just blurb on Android devices. And fancy fonts really don't serve much purpose. So keep your typed content in your bio and in your captions simple. You can use emojis if you want to fancy things up a little bit if you like, but keep the fancy fonts out. Number eight, showing up with ego. Oh, yes, this. I don't see a massive amount of it because I don't tend to follow people that are like this, but it is out there. Your duty as a business owner is to show up and serve. It's not to put your overinflated, bitchy or righteous ego out there on show alongside your Chanel handbag. Now, listen, it is it's OK for you to have standards in your business. I'm all for that. In fact, I think it's great. And it's OK for you to set the rules for your business because it is your business after all. But if you show up as an ego driven business bird or if you engage in bitchy interaction on your content or other people's content if you show up as the voice of righteousness and you're not you don't allow anyone in with an opinion it's not going to be good for your business you know those things may make people feel powerful in the moment and there are a lot of people that work this way in the online space and it might make those people feel powerful in the moment but they will never lead to growing a wildly successful business with a tribe of people who love you. So just be you, be your own unique self, set your standards, be a nice bird and just be a nice person. Stay right away from others who are showing up with ego and bitchiness and righteousness. They're just not good people to have around you. Number nine, expecting people to follow you, expecting followers to find you. I can't tell you how many business owners show up on Instagram with their account. They post their content and then they sit back and they wait for everyone to find them. You know, Instagram just doesn't work like that, girl. Yes, it is a pain in the derriere, but you have got to find time to go onto Instagram and build relationships. Guess where? on other people's accounts. That doesn't mean dropping your sales pitch on somebody else's Instagram, by the way. That's a real sleazy thing to do. 
but it does mean showing up and contributing, supporting, commenting, sharing, and doing more than just lazily hitting that like button. This is why growing on Instagram takes time and effort, and it's something that a lot of people skip doing because of the time and effort it takes. But you need to have a strategy that is more than just you putting your content out, waiting for people to show up, or going out onto other people's accounts and just hitting like on a few posts. So set aside time to work on Instagram well. Show up and connect with other people's accounts. Show up and comment and share and bookmark other people's content. Show up and have conversations with other people on other people's accounts. Add value to other people's accounts and posts and content over time. Because if you do that, it will serve you really, really well. Number 10, not using all the bells and whistles. Okay, so listen, I know that doing lives might put the fear of God into you. And maybe you've not even yet attempted a reel. Perhaps carousel posts are something that you've just never bothered to try. And last time you ran a poll in your stories was never. But Instagram wants you to use all of the bells and whistles. You have to not only learn how to do this, but also you have to learn how to get over your fear of doing the things that you don't want to do. Your business is always going to come with discomfort and fear. So the quicker you learn to embrace that fear and roll with it, the better it's going to be for you and you will grow more quickly when you do. Listen, Instagram is only a social platform for goodness sake. What's the worst that could happen if you went live and messed up? Actually, nothing. Nothing bad will happen. Also, your followers want entertainment and variety from you. So if all you're doing is showing up and chucking out the same old content day after day after day, well, you know, your followers might just get a little bit bored with that and move on. So you have to find time to learn how to do all of the things inside Instagram and then use all of those things to your advantage to grow your business and to show up better than you may be doing at the moment. Number 11, call to actions. Have you ever thought outside the box to use more than just the straightforward DM me or link in bio or like this post or drop a comment as your call to action in your content? If your answer is no, then tut tut. Listen, the DM me or the drop a comment or like this post or link in bio, they can be part of your strategy, but overuse of them is lazy. They're easy call to actions. I'm not saying don't use them. You should use them when and where appropriate, but not for every piece of content that you put out, for heaven's sake. In my Ultimate Business Planner, I created a dedicated space where I push my ladies to think of as many different call to actions as possible that they can use on their content. And there's a reason that I ask them to do this. It's because when they use different call to actions, it keeps their content interesting. So I want you to think outside the box and about some interesting call to actions you can use that are different to all of the same ones that you keep using over and over again. And it can be simple things like, tell me in comments if this happened to you, or drop me a 100% if you agree, or are you a yes person or a no person, or who was the most influential person in your life, or did you have an anxiety attack over, over the Instagram outage? 
Many of your call to actions are more about building connection and having conversation with your audience rather than you trying to get them to take an action that leads to a sale. Because the more you can build those connections and those conversations where people do do actually get into talk with you, the more likely they are to buy from you without you even having to sell. Number 12, images of self. You know, I may be a little bit controversial here. That's okay. I'm happy to do that. You can take it or leave it. But it really bores me when I go to someone's Instagram grid and all all that is on that grid is one picture after another of themselves. It, it doesn't have any meaning. I can't tell what the post is about. And per- personally, I'm just not a big fan of it. If Even if somebody was posting pictures of themselves and only pictures of themselves on their grid... And they just took an extra little step to put a little bit of a text overlay on the picture that was a hook that told me what the post was about. I'd at least have something to let me know if I then wanted to dive in and see more. So firstly, if you're using any sort of images of you or your products on your Instagram grid, it's always good to make sure you have some text overlay on the image that is your hook. It is the it is the little headline that is going to cause people to stop the scroll and to go a little bit deeper with you and look unless you're a supermodel or a celebrity or an influencer whose body and image is their business you've got to try and find something more inspiring to post than just thousands of images of yourself and remember this actually whatever you post whether it's pictures or videos it's super important for you to have text overlays on those things that are your little headline hooks that cause people to stop the scroll and want to watch or read. All right, 12 straightforward tips there for you to take on board and mull over and hopefully use to help you get better on Instagram as a whole. There's a whole lot more to having great Instagram strategy. And the reason so many business owners fail on the platform is they simply do not take the time or make the commitment to learn how to be brilliant there. You know, it's taken me probably two years to get to the stage where I'm at with my Instagram to learn all of the ins and outs. But the more you take the time to learn, the better you'll grow. Simple as that. You know, this is super important. Your Instagram is a place that you are showcasing your business. You need to have strategy behind that. You need to plan what it is you want to put out on Instagram on a day by day, week by week basis. You need to make sure that what you're putting out is aligning with the niche that you're going to serve. And you need to know how to use all of the bells and whistles of Instagram properly so you have the greatest chance of getting to success in terms of growing your following that is an aligned following on that platform. Okay, stay tuned because more business success tips are on the way. Remember to subscribe to this episode so that you don't miss a thing. And let me know what you thought about this content. Has it inspired you to up-level your Instagram game? I'd really love to know. Catch up with you again real soon. Take care for now. Bye.
girl thanks for showing up being here and tuning into this episode i appreciate you remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live and why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here i want you to stay on your business I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business and I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.